Top of the morning to you and welcome to our newest episode of Capital Markets Quickie from MVP Mind Value Partners. Stocks fell once again last week, making it the longest weekly slide since 2019. Investors continue to digest news that US-China trade tensions are rising, a coronavirus vaccine apparently won't be available until April of 2021, expectations are fading that a new fiscal stimulus package will be passed, and on top of that, US jobs data came out worse than expected this week. My name is Andrit Sella, coming at you from Frankfurt, Germany, Europe's financial hub and home to the ECB. Let's take a look at what moved the markets this week. For the first time after a powerful six-month rally, the S&P 500 flirted with a 10% correction, which is the largest pullback since stocks bottomed earlier in March. And in today's episode of Capital Markets Quickie, I want to talk about the three key concerns that triggered the decline but could also temporarily present near-term roadblocks for the stock market. The first key concern, and I'm sure it comes as no surprise, is excessive valuations. Everything is just too expensive, ladies and gentlemen. Well, of course, not everything, as I'm sure all the value investors out there are shaking their heads right now. As we entered September, the S&P 500's valuation as measured by the price-to-forward earnings ratio was the priciest since late 1999, early 2000, which at that time, stocks were trading at 23 times earnings versus the historical average of 16 times. A key contributor to the market pullback has been the weakness in mega-cap technology stocks, which of course led the market higher earlier this year. And as we've heard many times in my previous episodes, these stocks also carry an outsized weight on major indexes such as the S&P 500 and even the MSCI World Index. Between January and August of this year, the average return of the Fangum stocks, yes, it used to be just Fang, but now Microsoft has joined the party. So Fangum stands for Facebook, Apple, Amazon, Netflix, Google, and Microsoft. Their return was almost 54% higher compared with a 4% average decline for the other 495 stocks in the S&P 500 index. So, I guess it's 6 stocks to rule them all. Well, this trend reversed in September with the prior leaders recently becoming the weaklings and holding the stock market back. The average Fangum stock declined 12% versus a 5% decline for the other 495 stocks. I guess you have to think of it this way. If a team of 20 people are rowing a boat across the lake and your 5 strongest members all of the sudden pass out because of the heat, you're gonna have a hard time getting that boat across the river because you also have to remember your strongest members also weigh more than the rest due to their massive muscles. And that is exactly what's going on with the stock market currently. We're still waiting for our strongest members to get back in the game. However, combination of elevated valuations and weakness in tech has also led some investors to draw similarities to the 2000 tech bubble. Now let's move on to our second concern, which is the lack of additional stimulus that is very important to boost the economy. The passing of Supreme Court Justice Ginsburg raised concerns that a partisan fight over a Scottish nominee 
could distract from ongoing negotiations between Democrats and Republicans on a deal for another fiscal relief package. And obviously, this is one of the key concerns going forward, and that has caused investors to react negatively to the news. Because, frankly speaking, a stalemate poses a threat to the emerging recovery on the markets. And now, last but certainly not least, our third concern is, of course, a new wave of coronavirus cases. Which, of course, would make a recovery quite difficult if the world's major industrial nations have to implement the lockdown measures once again. That, of course, will be a temporary roadblock to the V-shaped recovery. And we saw a hint of this on the European stock markets this week as all major indexes closed the week off negative. And on top of that, gold and silver also had major setbacks. Very similar was the decline over all asset classes in March as Corona hit the Western world. However, this time around, I think we're much better prepared to weather the storm. And that, ladies and gentlemen, concludes today's Capital Markets Quickie. To all of you listening from every corner of the globe, I wish you all the best. And stay tuned for our next episode on Sunday, October the 4th.